Hello and welcome to NC Travel Chat, brought to you by nctripping.com. I'm your host, Carl Hedinger, and for this episode, we continue our dive into things we love about fall in North Carolina. Last time, we shared colorful fall hikes, and in this episode, we cover a handful of scenic roads. After driving through all of North Carolina's 100 counties, I've come to love the mix of America's highways and byways scattered around the state after much deliberation, and it was very hard. Here are five scenic roads that we are looking forward to driving this fall and beyond. Number one, you probably will know this one without even looking at a map of North Carolina, the Blue Ridge Parkway. Yes, so more than half of the Blue Ridge Parkway is 469 miles run through North Carolina. The lesser half runs through Virginia. So on the North Carolina side, from its southern terminus, just outside Great Smoky Mountains National Park, it runs through Asheville and the high country to Cumberland Knob at the Virginia border. It runs through 17 counties and takes about seven hours to drive from start to finish. And another difficult decision that was made was including just a few of our favorite spots along the parkway. And we're going to include milepost numbers just to help you out. So first... Cumberland Knob. It's up near the North Carolina-Virginia border. It's kind of an underrated stop, if you ask me. It's at milepost 217. It's actually where construction of the parkway began. It kind of informally began. And it was a man from Durham who actually got things started. His work began in 1935. At this stop, you can go for a hike. The Gully Creek Trail is a really cool one. It's a two-mile round trip. Takes you down and up. Can be a little tough on the way back up. There's an area for picnicking. There are some exhibits commemorating the beginning of the parkway's construction. It's a really interesting stop. So number one is Cumberland Knob at milepost 217. So the second Blue Ridge Parkway stop, we mentioned this one in more detail in our previous episode about fall hikes. This one is Rough Ridge Trail. It's milepost 302, and it's just one of the most gorgeous hikes in western North Carolina, especially if you're able to make it for the sunrise. A few miles down from it at milepost about 304 is the Lynn Cove Viaduct. So we started with Cumberland Knob, which actually began the parkway's construction. Lynn Cove Viaduct actually finished construction of the parkway. It took a long time to finish. Lynn Cove Viaduct actually connects part of Grandfather Mountain, which is home to some rare and very fragile ecosystems. So there was a lot of work that went into putting this bridge together from the construction from the materials. There were just so many things and it took them about 20 years to put it together and it finished in 1987. And when it opened, when the Linco Viaduct opened, this was when the Blue Ridge Parkway was officially completed, which to me is another interesting thing about the Blue Ridge Parkway. It took more than 50 years to complete from start to finish. A lot of care went into it. And then further down, so this one is near Mount Mitchell. Mount Mitchell State Park is actually a stop off the parkway. Crabtree Falls, which is one of our favorite waterfall hikes. It's about two and a half miles round trip. You can make it shorter or longer. There are a couple of different options. Uh, just one of the most immaculate waterfalls you're ever gonna find, especially if there's been some rainfall. One of my favorite photos of Christina's is taken of Crabtree Falls in the summer. There are other waterfalls in this area we've written about. I'll be happy to include more of that in the show notes. So Crabtree Falls is milepost 339. And then lastly, this one's closer to Asheville out of all the stops that we've mentioned. So the next one is Craggy Gardens, and specifically it's the part of Craggy Gardens where you can take a short hike and reach Craggy Pinnacle. It's at milepost 364, and when you get to the top, 
If you're there in the summertime and the rhododendrons are blooming, whew, this is one of the best views in North Carolina. It was one of our first visits on the Blue Ridge Parkway, and we were able to get there. Some of the rhododendrons were blooming at the time. One of the hardest things to plan for is the leaves changing and also for the flowers blooming. We, we've had a few close calls. We've been able to catch the rhododendrons blooming. It's really, it just depends on so many factors as we've mentioned, but no matter when you're able to visit, the view from above is awesome. You get to see the winding Blue Ridge Parkway kind of go around a mountain from the top. It's really cool. Highly recommend. So that is the last Blue Ridge Parkway stop we're gonna mention. It is Craggy Gardens at milepost 364. So I know we spent a lot of time on the Blue Ridge Parkway. So the reason is because the Blue Ridge Parkway connects to a lot of scenic roads in North Carolina. We're gonna mention a couple of them. And the first one is the Forest Heritage Scenic Byway. So I was really torn between this one and another one that I'm, I'm gonna mention which one I left out soon. The reason I'm including the Forest Heritage Scenic Byway is because some of the most iconic waterfalls in Western North Carolina can be found along this road. They include Looking Glass Falls, Sliding Rock, Moore Cove Falls, French Broad Falls, and then some other spots like the Cradle of Forestry, the Pink Beds Hike. There's some really cool stops along this road. That's why I included this one over the Waterfall Byway, which, spoiler alert, it's not included. So the Forest Heritage Scenic Byway runs for 65 miles, kind of makes an upside down U, which you're on US 64, which eventually turns into the Waterfall Byway if you continue west. But for the Forest Heritage Scenic Byway, you're gonna follow US 276, which will take you up by Looking Glass Falls, Sliding Rock, the Cradle of Forestry, before it eventually merges with the Blue Ridge Parkway. It actually intersects with the Blue Ridge Parkway two times. US 276 is gonna continue on, but if you wanna stay on the byway, the Forest Heritage Scenic Byway, you're gonna continue on NC 215, which is a really steep and windy section. In fact, when Tropical Storm Fred came through a few years ago, it decimated this area. Thankfully, a lot of it has been able to recover. Stops on this side of the Forest Heritage Scenic Byway include French Broad Falls, which I already mentioned. It's actually on private property. It's owned by Living Waters Ministry, but thankfully they allow people to stop by and check it out. There's also a, a short hike to another waterfall on this property, and that is Bird Rock Falls, also known as Cathedral Falls. French Broad Falls is also known as Mill Shoals, which if you're ever out exploring North Carolina and you see things that are given multiple names, don't worry, you're not crazy because that happens a lot. So number two is the Forest Heritage Scenic Byway. And just to give you a little bit of a compass here, this road, if you were going to stay anywhere in North Carolina, I would probably suggest Brevard. That would be your closest option. There are other towns that are along the way. You could also choose another town like Cashers over in Jackson County. Those are kind of your options. But either way, I hope you're able to make it onto this road. It is a treat. Number three is one that we mentioned last time in our fall hikes. This is the Pisgah Loop Scenic Byway in Burke County. This is, in fact, the only scenic road we're going to mention that is in one county. And this one runs about 48 miles, takes about two hours to drive. It uses multiple roads, but the best way to start, I think, is on NC-181 which runs up from Morganton, which is off of I-40. It's off of I-40 between Hickory and Asheville. One thing that's really cool if you're into Civil War history, if 
you're driving on this road, you're going to be following the same path used by Kirk's Raiders during the Civil War. I can't wait to get into Civil War history in North Carolina and places to learn about it. So for right now, I'll just leave it at Kirk's Raiders. So as you're driving on this road, your ears may start popping as you ascend into Pisgah National Forest. You're going to see some of the most noteworthy mountains of the Linville Gorge Wilderness Area, like Table Rock Mountain, Hawksbill Mountain. You'll cross the Linville River. And then once you, after you do that, the byway is going to continue on to the Kistler Memorial Highway. So this road remains unpaved in many spots. It does get a bit bumpy after like the busy fall season, but the Forest Service does do their best to keep this road up. I would recommend something with a little bit of ground clearance. Don't be taking your Mini Coopers in there. Although I've crossed the unpaved sections with a Camry, so I was doing like maybe 5-10 miles an hour to do it, and the people behind me were probably not happy. So that's why I would recommend something with some four-wheel drive a little bit higher. The reason you're going to want to continue on this road is because you're going to be passing some of our favorite places like Linville Falls, Wiseman's View as well. And the road keeps going until it reunites with 181. So that is number three, the Pisgah Loop Scenic Byway in Burke County. And from there, we're going to shift from Western North Carolina. We're going to move a little bit toward the center. So this one is kind of on the western edge of what we consider Central North Carolina. This one cuts through Stokes and Surrey counties. This is the Soratown Mountain Scenic Byway. It runs for 83 miles and it takes about 2 hours and 10 minutes to drive. This was formerly known as the Hanging Rock Scenic Byway, which I liked that name. They wanted to give a little love to the other mountains that you're going to see along the way. You can start on either side of this road, but we suggest Mount Airy, which is also known as Mayberry, for food and a downtown stroll. Now, as I mentioned, this road is named for mountains, two of North Carolina's most iconic, in fact. Hanging Rock is one of them, and it is one of our favorite North Carolina state parks. Probably the first place we go to for fall hikes. We mentioned a couple of the hikes last time. There are waterfalls here. There's just so much to explore. The historic small town of Danbury is your gateway into Hanging Rock. This is also where people go to go tubing on the Dan River. It's a really cool little town. And finally, you'll drive around Pilot Mountain, which everybody knows Pilot Mountain. Maybe from Andy Griffith. Maybe from driving on I-77, US-52. Or if you've just seen like a brochure of North Carolina, there's a high chance that you have seen Pilot Mountain. Well, a great way to see it up close is through this byway. You can drive around it or you can enter the state park. You can drive close to the top of Big Pinnacle. There's a parking lot at the top. It's typically open not on busy days, which on busy days you would have to shuttle up. But if you're there on like an off day, not a lot of traffic, you can get out, you can walk. And there's a really cool observatory, gives you a couple different angles of Big Pinnacle, which is yet another reason to love this scenic road. So number four is the Soratown Mountains Scenic Byway. And finally, finally, we're going to go way out east. We're going to go onto the Outer Banks and the Outer Banks Scenic Byway, which this scenic road is actually not all on the Outer Banks. And out of all the scenic roads we're going to talk about today, this is the only one that requires multiple ferries. In fact, none of the others require any ferries. So the Outer Banks Scenic Highway runs for 140 miles. To drive it, it's going to take you 6 hours, 45 minutes. So the two roads that make up this byway is NC-12 and US-70. The NC-12 portion of the byway starts at Nags Head, runs all the way down through Hatteras Island before you'll then need to get on a ferry to Ocracoke Island. And then from Ocracoke back to the mainland, continues on, runs through Beaufort, Moorhead City, the stops along the way. 
lighthouses of Body Island, Hatteras, Ocracoke. There's also the wonderful Pea Island National Wildlife Refuge. And then on Ocracoke Island, there's Ocracoke Village. There's the lighthouse that we mentioned. There's also Springer's Point. Now, this is the area near where Blackbeard met his end. And then while you're on Ocracoke Island, if you want to take a break from driving the byway, you stay a couple days. Just make a little time to hire a boat to take you out to Portsmouth Island, one of the most isolated places in North Carolina. It's managed by the National Park Service as part of Cape Lookout. These are a couple of many historic sites along the way. Another one I wanted to mention was Chickamacomico Lifesaving Station, and also a variety of four-wheel drive accessible beaches pop up along the way. You have the interesting towns of Waves, Rodanthe, Buxton. There are just so many cool things along this road. And that is our quick look at the Outer Bank Scenic Byway. And that wraps up our look at scenic roads in North Carolina. Just to recap, first we had the Blue Ridge Parkway, then we had the Forest Heritage Scenic Byway, then we had the Pisgah Loop Scenic Byway, the Soratown Mountain Scenic Byway, and the Outer Bank Scenic Byway. So we've listed a few that we love. Are you also looking forward to driving these beautiful roads? Are you familiar with them? Is there one in North Carolina that you want to tell us about? You can let us know by emailing me, carl at nctripping.com. But before you do that, thank you so much for listening to this episode and for being a part of our community. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and haven't done so already, please give us a five-star review and some kind words, and don't forget to subscribe. So we're going to focus on one of these scenic roads in the next episode. Can you guess which one? By the way, the roads we mentioned today are grouped together in a guide that we have on our website at nctripping.com. I'll be happy to share a link in the show notes. It includes more than 20 others from the mountains to the sea, the big names, and some that you may have never heard of. Till the next episode, thank you again for listening. We hope you're able to get out there and see something awesome in North Carolina. Take care.